Welcome to the Draw.Biz Podcast, your weekly dose of fantasy footy content. G'day everyone and welcome back to another episode of The Draft Doctors. I'm your host Stevie Fears. We thank Jonathan Crockett very much for filling in admirably in the host chair last week, doing a sterling job. Always great to hear the dulcet tones of Jono. Uh, But today I'm back and we're talking ruck rankings. That's right, ruck rankings. Ranking season is officially back. So uh, get ready, get the pencils out and start making some lists. Someone who loves a list. Stato, how are you doing? Yeah, let's get rucked. Um, yeah, I'm having a pretty good week, actually, and it's probably because I see Wednesday as that beautiful little day that uh, I will be able to turn everything off, uh, have a couple of weeks' holidays after a very, very busy and stressful year. But mind you, not worried so much about my year, um, Stevie Fears. I actually want to talk about yours. So... I want to see how Twinkles is going. Twinkles? What's Twinkles? What am Twinkles. I missing here? Twinkles is the new name of Baby Fizz. Oh, yeah. Twi- yeah. <laughs> oh, she's trying to walk. God help us all. No, no, no. The, the five-year-old has uh, went through a list of 20 names. She wanted to change her name. Obviously, Stevie Fizz can't do the the job properly and there was a long list of things that she uh, was finding out whether that should be a new name and she landed on Twinkles. It's Usually she comes up with stuff like like uh, Ruby, like basically stripper names, right? <laughs> basically stripper names. So Twinkles is, I mean, it's kind of there, right, as well, I guess. So I don't yeah, know, whatever. Yeah. Anyway, listeners, we've got, <laughs> we've got a great show for you. Ruck rankings. Stato, ranking season's here. It's here. The Rucks. It is. It's the, e- it's the easiest position to rank. Uh, I found it hard this year. Did you? Yeah. I think I think there's a lot of unknowns, to be honest. So Cam sent through his rankings as well. And when you get to that mid-range, that's where the issues start to come. I think it starts earlier. Wow. Is that because of injury and two ruck systems? And upside. Right. Okay. So do you want to do you want to cook us through your top? Let's go through the top three. Let's do them in fives. No, let's oh. do them in fives. All right? You want to go three. So right, I say let's go, to, let's go top four. Top four, because I reckon there's a clear-cut top four, but how you want to structure that top four is... Uh, I think it's going to be pretty independent. Okay, that's fair enough. So my top four ruck rankings going to get rucked. Number one, Brody Grundy. Now, he's been the man over the last three to four years, but has been pipped at the post by the man um, I'm ranking at number two, and it's just because he can get it done. And I think he has naturally one of the highest ceilings, so that's Max Gorn. So he is number two for me. The heir apparent, but I still have that issue with the body, is Sean Darcy at number three. And the one with real upside and Paddy Ryder possibly not playing as much or as much as predominant number one ruck is Rowan Marshall. 
Yeah, absolutely. And this is um, so. I listened last week to the show. Uh, you had Max Gorn as a burn man. Yep. And I think most people are, are skeptical about Gorn heading into this year. I'm probably a little bit more confident. I'll put it that way. Um, mm-hmm. What are you doing with Brody Grundy in drafts? Where are you drafting him? Um, so uh, it's funny. We had a bit of ruck stank last year. And we were a little bit unsure. So the stank was there. Um, if I am drafting mid-range, so let's talk a, a 10 team and I've got pick seven, which will be floating back to pick, tw- what would that be, 14 around that mark, um, then I would pick him at 14 if he was still available. Brody I wouldn't go with him. Yeah, I wouldn't pick him in the top seven. So I'll the reason I ask first. is, or oh, you take four. him at seven, you take him. Oh, I you wouldn't. take them. Yeah, okay. So the reason I ask that is because if, let's say, you think Max Gorn's a burn man, not going to return value early. Sean Darcy yep. injury risk. Rowan Marshall doesn't have the role from the outset if Ryder's fit. Doesn't that yep. elevate Grundy? to really separating himself from the pack? Yeah, he separates himself from the risk of three or four. So if I had full control, Grundy round two, I would go max round four. But he's never going to get to round four. Yeah, and that's right. And I'll, I'll give you a scenario. Say you've got... Let's say... We're not talking about Ruckman. We're, we're talking about a defender who's a 108 defender and the next Ruckman is a 100 defender, let's say. I find it hard to... like, And I understand you only have to roster one Ruckman. I find it hard to believe people would be leaving the draft with him outside the top five picks overall. Oh, wow. So you would still pick Max Gorn in the top five picks? No, Brody Grundy. Oh, uh, yeah, fair enough, yep. So yep. that that I, I I I think if if you're down on Gorn, I'm you down should on probably Gorn. you should probably take Brody Grundy quite early. Yeah, I'm just happy that there's so many that have got potential upside at the lower end of this list in a ten team one ruckman that you can pick English Proust, Draper McInerney so late in the draft that you can load up elsewhere. But you're not, picking Eng- you're not picking English to play him in the ruck, though. Potentially you are. Oh. Stefan Martin has got to be cooked. Who, who else yeah, but have they got? But work? he's got forward status. You'd play him in the forward line, surely. Yeah, yeah. I understand that. Unless you hit on, let's say you pick up Sam Draper as well, and let's say he turns out to be a 90-plus ruckman. That's the... Yeah. That's what you'd be looking for there. I uh, I I have gone to Darcy three, Romash four. I really have a hard time with Darcy at three because I don't think there's upside. Okay. I, and I see if Romash gets the ruck role, he would essentially be the number one ruckman, or at least two. But I just 
I can't see him getting that without injury. And they'll say they picked up Tom Campbell. So if I was looking from the outside, it doesn't look like they want Rowan Marshall to play Ruck. Yeah. Hasn't been down to Portland, so I don't know. (laughs) The inside (laughs) word. So take us through your top four. And sorry, I'll just go with Cam's first. Grundy, Darcy, Gorn, and Marshall. So the same four, but he's higher on Sean Darcy. So I think there's a lot of people that are going to go Sean Darcy because of a small patch. Yeah, and I'm I'm not one of those guys, Dato. I'm I'm not. Um, I, I don't see the upside. I don't see him passing Gorn. I think people are overreacting to the grand final. The the reason they just went heavy Jackson in the second half was because Gorn wasn't working for them. But he was yeah, clearly correct. winning. He was scoring well from a fantasy perspective. Melbourne aren't going to run into the Bulldogs midfield every week, are they? No, that's true. So I, I, I think I still think Gorn is number two. I just don't think he's going to get the one fifteen to one twenties that he has before. I think more realistically, he's around the ton mark. Yeah, and that and that's fine. And you can still rank him two. I just can't. I, I still have him as the number two ruck. He's he's absolutely a player I just won't end up with because yeah. other players will overvalue him. Uh, yeah, I, correct. I, yeah, yeah. So that's why the, he's a boom man. Yeah, and we're on the same page there. So I think that's really fair. Darcy, I can't see the upside. He was, his big scores came against like Chris Burgess. Yep. Correct. Just absolute guys who shouldn't be rucking. And I know that's, it seems unfair to say that because other teams played those guys and and all that sort of thing. But he, he was, he was a good ruck. He was like Riley O'Brien, really. Um, the sort of scores you can expect from him. But, because I think people drafted him late and he really performed well for them, especially in the salary cap format, there's a bit more good vibes about him rather than a Riley O'Brien who maybe let drafters down last year. Yeah, absolutely. So a bit Rowan Marshall, he just doesn't have the role, but he'll score well. uh, But if he gets that number one ruck role, he'll absolutely, he's just a smash. Yeah. Yep. So why don't you run us through your next... We'll give you five. So Riley O'Brien comes in at five. Um, he might be good value in drafts because there's a little bit of stank from last year, but I still think he's their best option. And if he has a good preseason, he should pump out well. Six I really struggled with. So I ended up with three different names in there at some stage, but I ended up going with a tried and true in Todd Goldstein. Um, but I also wouldn't be surprised if he drops down that leaderboard a little bit. Uh, next is Scott Lysette. Now, this is just, there's a bit more freedom with Laddams, but there is also a risk here that we might actually see him play as the second ruck a bit, so the actual forward ruck role. So there is that potential for him. Um, next, I have Jared Witts. Um, a few have had higher with Jared coming back from a knee. I'm a little bit cautious, but he has got scoring power. And at nine, I've got Nick Natanui, probably the last season where we actually see him uh, run up with the ranks. Yeah, fair. I, th- I guess Riley O'Brien's probably an easy guy to pass over because I would suspect. 
that most people would have him at number five. That's probably going to be the most common ruck ranking. Yep, agree. So it really gets interesting at six, doesn't it? It does. Actually, like, come real hard because there's some that can... You could actually take a punt saying, when's Draper going to break out? Um, is Toby Nankervis fully fit and can he pump out what his best potential score is? I know you haven't put him in, but I have, and that's Tim English because I actually see him as a ruckman rather than a forward ruckman, and I'm just talking about the footy world. It's just a matter of time when Bulldogs actually have faith in him, and it's the only way to make him better is have faith. And then your man, Bruce Season, can actually be in there. Yeah, i got Bruce way down. Way down. Yeah, and so do I. Yeah. So do I. Um, so do I. I. I don't even know if he's going to be their number one ruck. Yeah, that's right. That's right. They they re- they run a three ruck system up at yeah. <laughs> it's like, Absolutely. It's a, it's a horrible world. Anyway, so I've got Lyre set at six. Um, but like yep. you, I'm really, I, I really feel like they've got a young ruck in development who's been there a while. Yeah, so, Sam Hayes' time is now. I got Nick Nat at seven because I have less question marks about Nick Nat. Oh, yeah. You know he's going to be their number one ruckman. He's been fit over the last two years. Clearly the knee issues are in the past. Eight, I've got Goldie. Um, I think they've brought in um, Callum Coleman Callum Jones, Jones. To, to start spelling him. I think Todd Goldstein's clearly not part of the next flag, but he seems like he's been a loyal person, so... Yeah. No doubt he'd he'd take his turn. Uh and I got Nank at nine. Yep. I, I just love Nank in the AFL fantasy format. But again, it's you know, who knows with Richmond. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So just going through Cam, so uh at five he had Riley O'Brien. At six Scott Lysette, so you and him are aligned. At seven, he's got Jared Witt, so out of the three of us, uh, he's the one that's gone Jared Witts early. Um, number eight, uh, one neither of us have mentioned is Tom Hickey, um, but I do have my concerns with Hickey. And we'll we'll get to nine, Hickey. Yeah, we'll get to Hickey. Uh, number nine, Toby Nankervis. Uh, so you and him have both got uh, him in the top nine. Um, he's actually next for me at ten. Yeah, I, I think he's probably, if I was completely punting rucks, he's probably the guy I'd, just, I'd be happy with. Yeah, and I did that last year, but I put him on the waiver wire when he had that uh, zero-week knee injury, which I thought he was going to be at for six <laughs> weeks. Uh, anyway, anyway. Anyway, uh, do you want to run us through anyway. the last six? So we're doing top 15 people in this AFL fantasy format, the only format to play that isn't associated with Murdoch Coach. <laughs> yes, Murdoch Coach. Toby Nankervis is I've uh, let go at 10. I've got Tom Hickey at 11, but I, I also thought about what the Swans are going to do. Now, you, you hunted Laddams for two years. You finally get him. Do you just give him the number one role? Do you just go, there you go, um... Tom Hickey's your backup, like he always was at at um, West Coast. We're building for a flag. We've got a young list. Let's just back in the crew that are going to be there for us. So it's a it's a big debate. 
um, why they kept Callum Sinclair, I'm a little bit unsure, <laughs> but that's security to security to the security. Um, uh, I've then got Tim English, and I know he's, uh, as you'll say, the, the forward line, but I, I just keep viewing him as a ruckman. At 13, I've got Braden Pruce. Um, I've got 14 at Sam Draper, but he... And, and it's more because he hasn't been able to put the body of work together. I think he's got the potential to be in the top 10, fully fit. Um, he's got the game. And Oscar, I gave the last position to. Um, I, I felt that John Segler, if he plays the number one role permanently, that he could get in that 15, but just not confident of what, Geelong. It's like he's too young at 31. <laughs> That's such a worn joke, Stato. Right in your wheelbag. Yep. yep. Um, yeah, so obviously <laughs> I didn't have English in there. I had Wits at 10. I want to talk about Jared Wits because I think people are going to look for Jared Wits. I'm completely out on Jared Wits in all formats. Did I? All yep. formats. Same here. So, I'm not going there. I yeah. never do with knees. Off a knee, uh, I've got a big old 11. I just think he's put together, a, you know, a full season now. It's, it's, mm. it's, um, I don't see much upside, but at least he's not, uh, Paddy Ryder. Well, if you keep Archie Smith out of the team, you know you're tracking well. That's, that's what we all aim for. We all aim for. <laughs> I got Hickey at 12. You had him at 11. I'm not convinced. No, I, I agree. I, I was closer to going Laddams. Yeah. Uh, I got Draper at 13. I got Pruce at 14. I'll put Draper above Pruce just because I don't trust the GWS system. I actually think he Draper will be the number one ruck at Essendon. Peter Wright is the pinch-hitting ruckman. I actually think it's a good yeah, system. Correct. But we haven't, like you mentioned, we haven't seen the body of work. We haven't seen the big scores or Yep. Even like a blip score, that's a, a good one. Yeah, it's potential and potential only. God, the boy looks good sort of scenario. He seems like a player who wouldn't lay a heap of tackles, though, which kind of worries me from a fantasy perspective. Mm. So True. That might just be me. And at 15, I've got Cat's Ruck. Cat's Ruck, whoever that may be. Yeah, That might be someone. Um, that That's a person. That, I did the same. Honestly, I did the same with Sydney and, and Geelong. Unsure which one I should pick. Um, one of them is going to be around the mark. Uh, I'll just quickly go through Cam's. Um, so 10, he went Todd Goldstein. So he's the uh, the longest out for us. Uh, the earliest for Braden Pruce at 11. Uh, Sam Draper at 12, again, the highest for that. Really disrespecting Nick Nat at 13. He's just putting the line through him and said, off you go. Uh, it's a wonder he didn't put young Williams in there. Uh, Oscar McInerney at 14. Johnny Segler or hashtag Cats Ruck at 15. <clears throat> and for some reason he can't count to 15. He gave us number 16, Ned Reeves. Amazing scenes. Amazing. He seems the most educated of us on paper, but uh, can't count to 15. Yep. I can't, yeah, it's a I bit can't, of a worry. I can't imagine the slander on Nick Nat. To me, he seems like a great late-ruck target. Yeah. He's been yeah. fit. You know he's got the good role. 
So Oscar McInerney is uh, sorry, Oscar McInerney. Um, Oscar Allen, um, they want him to be the centre of their attack. So I, I don't think he will do ruck time. Yeah. Um, so let's go through a couple of names that didn't make any of the three lists um, from last year's um, uh, ruck rankings. Uh, so Ben McAvoy. Well, he's a forward, so I didn't rank him as a, okay. a ruck. No so worries. That's why. Yeah. Uh, Patrick Ryder. Uh, Peter Adams. Is it, is he, is, he's a forward as well, forward. though, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a forward. Rory Lobb's a forward. What about Matthew Flynn? The GWS, to me, the GWS rucks don't have upside because they've clearly shown they don't want to run with that system. Even Pruce at 14, only because of he scored well at North Melbourne a couple of times, gets a look in for me. Yeah. Um, what about Tom DeConning? Uh, we haven't seen much, really. Yeah, you should put him to the waiver wire. Yeah. Well, he'll he'll go back into the pool in the draft. Pool, good man. Good he'll man. go back into the pool. You can draft him, Stato. Thanks, buddy. Appreciate it. Um looking through I've just got Brody Grundy, mate. I don't I don't I don't need these guys. Yeah. These, these well that's kids. why you should have traded him and actually got something off me this year. You I, I don't told trade you with so you. many times. I don't trade with war criminals. War criminals. What is this? Stato what are you coach? talking about? Stato coach. <laughs> I pay $29.99 for the trading subscription plan. <laughs> oh, come on, mate. You sell merchandise. We've got a draft kit. Uh, you can't have a crack at me for that. Boy, gee, listeners, we've just uh, edited the last five minutes of our... Did I say five? <laughs> I meant ten minutes of our conversation out. Um <laughs> we discuss all things right and wrong with the world. Uh, we're going to give you a stocking stuffer. That's right, a stocking stuffer. What the fuck does that mean, you're asking? It means we're focusing in on a player that hasn't really been spoken about. We haven't really listed him as a burn man. We haven't really listed him as a breakout. He's someone you want to keep an eye on over this preseason. Maybe they're having a good preseason. Maybe they're getting hashtag more midfield time. Stato, who have you got? Well, I've dug deep into the stocking here, mate. This is someone that has not been spoken about, and Fuck I don't think it'll be spoken yeah. about too much. But oh, could well, if you be have the same player as me. I'll be fucking. Oh no. <laughs> um, well, I, I hope I haven't now, um, but I don't think I would because I don't think you even think about him. And it's Luke Foley from the West Coast Eagles. Not the same player. Not the same player. Beautiful. So, 22 years of age. Uh, he's done a fair few of the pre-seasons, being prepared well. Uh, only averaged 49 last year from six games, but that does include a vested game of only six points. He did play a ripper against Richmond in round 13, scoring 90 and looked absolutely fantastic. Now, we'll say... There is a reason why he scored so well. He was given the one opportunity to play a really good role. So what is happening at the West Coast Eagles? There are opportunities bopping up, especially across the half back line. Now, we've been in a bit of discussion of what that looks like and talked about 
Alex Witherden, but what they need is a bit of a future line breaker. It's exactly what Luke Foley is. So my thoughts are that opportunities will be opening up, and if he does get that plum roll, we've already seen that he can score quite well. Uh, 90 last year, I'm expecting that if he gets a halfback roll and gets a bit of freedom, then he's a 75 to 80 averaging defender. You might as well take a punt late in the draft. That's a Christmas present from Free from the Stato. Yeah, we all have socks, Stato. We all wear them every day. Yeah. Luke Foley, socks. Socks. I'm going to give you the jocks with those socks. (laughs) Jocks. Yeah, my stocking staffer is Ryan Burns from the St. Kilda Club. Yeah, we love uh, Ryan Burns. Running with the mids at training camp. If they, I don't, they don't call it training camp. They call it preseason. But uh, big NFL fan, and the uh, the Colts fucking beat the Patriots today. Which it's like Haley's Comet people. So you got to give me this one. But uh, is listed as DPP with the forward status. He's absolutely someone who I am trying to snaffle up uh, as a bench pick in my leagues. He did show out as like I just the talent. I'm not a great AFL. Like AFL talent eye, like the Stato, uh, but to me he looked like uh, he stood out to me in, in matches. He did have the ton versus the Bulldogs this year uh, with the the fifty seven marks in a match. I'm just watching to see how much mid time he gets down at St Kilda. They have lost a couple guys who play through the midfield, so there could be opportunity there. The only problem is he will be competing with the likes of uh, Jack Higgins potentially in Jade Gresham coming off the Achilles, but I certainly like Ryan Burns. Hmm. Don't mind a bit of Burns action, and he's certainly not going to be hot being a mid only. No, he's forwards. Is he really? Yep, forward. Oh, wow. On to the Twitter questions. And Facebook. We've got a Facebook question. We'll do that first so I can close the tab. Mitchell asks, for your ruck pod, does the two-ruck system come back into fashion? And if so, surely rucks become your last pick in the draft. It's a really good call. I must say we've been punt the ruck for a long, long time. Uh, And I think you're right unless you get um, one of those big dogs, to be honest. Um, But, look, two-ruck model... um, I think it only happens with the clubs that have got the right players. Um, um, A a great fan of the philosophy of uh, Robert Walls, who was a strong man in saying you don't make a game plan and try to get the players uh, to play that game plan. You actually build a game plan of what skill set you've got in your squad. Um, So um, you don't have the paddock for Wayne Carey if you don't have Wayne Carey. so that's Pagan's Paddock for those that are like their 90s footies, just using that as an example. But if you've got uh, Luke Jackson and Max gone, you're damn right you're playing a two-ruck system. So if you've got the players that suit and manage that, otherwise you go a one-ruckman and just have that pinch hitter for a break. For Fantasy World, we'll always prefer the number one ruckman with a pinch hitter just giving them a break. That's the preference. That's what we should be looking for. Yeah, there, there you go, listeners. Stato just quoted Robert Walls, who uh, famously brought us the Strample. And the, and the Kiss Method. 
Well, you know. You know the kiss method? I've heard I've heard of a kiss method, but unless he has some weird other kiss method, I, I don't want to no, know. Keep it simple, stupid. No, okay, that's the one. Well, I don't know. I've been you know I've been on Twitter lately, and kissing takes on all all sorts of weird connotations. Yeah. It's I don't, I don't stay you sure it was this Twitter. You sure it was ki- Twitter? This is for kids. This show is for right, kids. Okay. Russ goes for kids. Russ asks, do we see an uptick in English's scoring since Bruce is back? Yeah, it's an interesting one. I think it's his uptick in scoring is all about Steph Martin. Steph Martin's fucking washed. Why would they play? Yeah, correct. Yeah. And that's my point. Yeah. I'm I'm big on English this year, man. Ditto. Ninja asks, Ninja, who is out of the NFL Fantasy League playoffs? Suck it, Ninja. Despite beating me twice, you're out. Which clubs are likely to go two rucks, two ruck setups? Uh, to mimic Melbourne that played solo ruck. Yeah, but that, that's what they're building for. Um, so they they won't mimic Melbourne. So going back to my original question, unless they've got the squad to do it. So um, seeing they kept Rory Lobb, so there'll be a, a Darcy Lobb situation. There could be a Paddy Ryder, Rowan Marshall situation. There would definitely be a Max Gordon Jackson scenario. Um, Callum uh, Coleman-Jones and Goldstein, there's strong potential for that. Chole and Witt, strong potential. Lysett and Hayes, strong potential. A uh, little bit unsure about uh, Richmond. I think they played two rucks when they didn't really have one that could play forward. So Nankervis and Soldo. Um Tom Hickey and Laddams, I think, will be a two-ruck system. Martin and English will be a two-ruck system. Potentially, GWS would be a 14-ruck system. Um, the, there's a strong potential. Essendon, Draper um, and Tamita Peter will be a two-ruck system. So I'm going to say that the majority are there, and that's why you've got to isolate who's going to be the solid number one, and that's where Grody comes in at number one for me. Brody Grundy. Miller time. Rucks are worth punting, yes. Yes. Man, I, f- I find it hard to get away from Grundy early this year. Yeah, ditto. At Bishop Balls, Nick Nat had an amazing season last year. Any reason to select him over Grundy or Darcy not selecting Max due to Jackson? This seems like a st- salary cap question, to be honest. So what's he trying to pick from? Nick Nat had an amazing season last year. Any reason to select him over Grundy or Darcy? Um, That's no. got to be salary cap, doesn't it? it? It does salary cap. It is salary cap question. I, I like Nick Nat in draft because you'll be able to take him later. Get him late. Yeah, yeah correct. But I, probably, I wouldn't start him in salary cap. Mm-hmm. Correct. Mason, if fully fit, Hickey, full-time ruck, and Laddams forward ruck backup. If Hickey down, Laddams full-time ruck, and McLean, Amadi backup. they got way too many, Sydney. Interesting what they've done. So many tall forwards. It's unbelievable. Um, but I, I think Hickey and Laddams, there's the potential, whether they're planning for right now or the future. That's the question. And only the coach... And the 
um, selection crew could tell you what is the case. I reckon McLean's really... He, he's a tweener. He's not either. Yeah. So I find and I was hot on a Marty. I was hot on a Marty, but I think he comes in after Franklin Reed have gone. I would have thought if either of those two Laddams or Hickey got injured, Sinclair's just automatic. Yeah, possibly. Luke, who's the best keeper option out of Nank or Big O, bottom, bottom of the ladder team rebuilding? How old is Nank? Because I would go age... Yeah, because I reckon Nank might be 28 and 28 and injury prone. Um, He'll turn 28. Yeah. He'll turn 28 late in the season. God. Um, you know what? Sometimes, it all depends how many you keep here, but sometimes Nank, not keeping a ruck's not the worst thing. Nank's older. Oh, no, sorry. Nank's younger. Then Oscar McInerney. Oscar McInerney. 27 and 162 days, according to Fan Footy. Haven't they closed 20, down? Well, they're basically the same. It's a month apart. You're kidding me. No, but... but well, there you Nank, go, 27, Oscar Nank, McInerney. Nank's actually younger. Scoring power is with Nankervis. Uh, being on the park is more Oscar McInerney. I, I, to be honest, it depends on the rest of your list. If if you're bottoming up, I, I'll be taking a, I'll be keeping a gun midfielder or forward, um, young one, um, like a Hollands, for example, over either one of those two. Because you could pick them up in your redraft league at round four or five. There you go. Frio asks Darcy is R. One is the only correct choice. Also, think wits should get some more love. That aside, That's salary cap. It can't be fucking draft. Jesus Christ. That aside, as a long-time punt rucks fan, I don't know. Maybe it's not. As a long-time mm-hmm. punt rucks fan, given how this seems the most obvious year to do it, will there be some value in zagging if some of the bigger names start to slip? Yeah, I. I this, when we actually talk, so let's talk about my list. Todd Goldstein at six and Draper at 14. All those positions are interchangeable. That means there's a lot of value later in the draft. I actually, see, I'm so keyed in on Grundy early. I actually think there's, if you're at the back end of the first round, I reckon Grundy's a massive value. Hmm. I know you disagree, but I find it hard to get away from that. Yeah. Uh, maybe I'm hooked up in the recency bias that... Do, do you know, let's talk about what their actual averages are. Their their actual averages are uh, Gorn, 108 last year, Brody Grundy, uh, 106. So if I take away the positions, let's have a look where they sit. Um so, Grundy uh, doesn't make the top 20 scorers. That's fine. And when you've you got Ruckman really... with upside. No, but see, this is the difference. I could talk down every single Ruckman in this list. 
Oh yeah, absolutely. And, and that's I why I just think it's a punt ruck year. Well, every year's a punt ruck year, but if you wanted to talk about zagging when others are zigging or whatever, I actually think Grundy makes a hell of a lot of sense to do it with. If you had when you've got when you've got Daniel Rich scoring more than Brody Grundy in a season. Yeah, last year I got Jack Steele in the second round and he went on to score 121. Yeah, Daniel asks, what's the go with Haley? Is he worth keeping or redrafting? Pick two, three, seven, and nine in a redraft. Dacos gone, pick one. I'm thinking Horn. So, sorry, you're thinking franchise, Greg, and hopefully. Sorry, Horn, Greg, and hopefully Ward. I need midfielders. Thoughts? Uh, I'm thinking Horn, which which is fine. You can get him pick two. Um, who's Greg? I don't know. Uh, I would certainly go um, Ward at pick three. I'm unsure who Greg is. So Finn Callahan, I like, but I would go laugh uh, after with him. Uh, maybe he's talking about. Um, couldn't be Clark, could he? He's talking about. He was way later in the draft, so I reckon you pick him up late. Long list here. Um, if you want to steal people late in your your drafts for a keeper, um, Rhett Bazo uh, might be worthwhile. Um, actually, did a bit of work with his father. God bless him, and the um, he's passed away unfortunately. But um, the kid goes well. Um, sorry, I, here we go. Greg Clark. So that's who he's talking about. So he's the twenty-five-year-old uh, or twenty-four-year-old uh, Subiaco player. Got picked up at sixty-two by the West Coast. So he's going to have opportunity. He was best on ground in the Waffle Grand Final. So that's why he's uh, raising him with a question. Uh, I would go, um, definitely go uh, um, Horn and Ward with pick two and three and just keep an eye. Haightley, we just need to see on the preseason and see what his form is. Um, depends on how many you keep. Um, I think he's probably better off that you're looking at redrafting him and a little bit later. Yeah, it's if always... If you get games last year, it's... It's only going to get harder in Adelaide. Gorn asks, I'm hungry for some AFL keeper trading. What kind of game is Warney playing with us? You know, come on, settle down. It's December. Have a Christmas. Have a pudding. (laughs) Stato, do you like a Christmas pudding? No. I I don't eat sugar. Why do people like Christmas pudding? Because to me, it's fucking trash. It's like 30 degrees. The last thing you want is like hot cakey shit yeah well I don't really like Christmas full stop um, and I definitely don't really like any of the Christmas traditional food so give me seafood um, and I'm more than happy so prawns and oysters lobsters all that type of stuff it's interesting I don't hot ham no thanks turkey no thanks pudding no thanks Simon asks, should Proust make round one without injury? Bum, bum. Do you see Flynn <laughs> Do you see Flynn being in best 22 for GWS? 
in the Tim Tim English Peter Laddam style ro- roles of 2021, oh. or only hitting game when Proust breaks down again. Oh. Yeah, it's a really interesting one. I really like the look of Flynn, um, to be honest. Um, and and obviously they got Proust in for a job. Uh, he broke down. So it gave the others an opportunity. So they had three Ruckman play throughout the year. Uh, to be honest, Flynn's the one with the future for mine from, from what I saw. Um, but be interesting to see where they really rank him. Um, and we're going to find out sure enough. I just don't know about Bruce. We know he can score if he plays. But the way Flynn marked that footy, um, I'm just thinking he's he's got the... The high potential part of it. He's got more of an endurance game than, than what Bruce has got. Real uh, bit of a stocking stuffer there, Stato. Yeah. Get around it. Keep it. Keep a lead. I might just get rid of TDK for for him. Declan asks, who are the potential breakout midfielders who will go 100-plus for the first time? Uh, Chera? No. Sarong? Fight me. Why does he go um, 100 plus? Just natural progression and um, real opportunity. What, what's the opportunity? Um, that he's playing in a much worse side. That um, is he? Him and him and um, him and Walsh will wax together. I, I reckon he's up for a big uptick. No. Um, who else? Um, Ryan Burns apparently. <laughs> Paddy Dow, George, no. George Hewitt, <laughs> George Hewitt. There you go, George Hewitt. There you go. There's oh, the one. I, uh, I, Cam, Cam's number one fantasy player in the country, uh, George Hewitt. Sarong Sarong seems like the obvious one, right? Yeah, Zachary Bailey. Although he's a forward, but I don't know if he's got the ton in. I'd look at um, someone like Butters to be honest. Yeah, it's potential. At least be in a good team. I just think with his roles, um, uh, he, he's going to have his yo-yo weeks. Well, um, there's, there's and, your and player. He, there's your player who, I know he's done it before, but yo, right back. Yeah, yeah. Um, and the other one, but only if you had more opportunities, is Tom Green. But there's too much fighting for opportunities. Joy Simpkin, maybe. Joy Simpkin? Yeah. Did he yeah. average 100 last year? No, and, and people will be cold on him because of last year. I think he's a great choice. Yeah. I, I don't think he would go early in draft. Dan asks, keeper-related question, what, what do you see the Hawks' ruck setup looking like in 2022 and beyond? Curious to hear your thoughts on Ned Reeves as a long-term keeper prospect. Uh, I've got him in a dynasty. I, I wouldn't have him in a keeper. Um, there's just a little bit too unknown with it. Um, but the the small sample we saw was good and positive and worthwhile. So I've got him and Flynn in a dynasty where we keep 30, um, hoping that one of them turns up to be the, the right support because I've got Marshall as my uh, R1. Libertine asks, any concerns around Sean Darcy and Lloyd Meek end of season? We saw a dip in scoring partially due to injury and also Meek in the team. If Lobb has an injury, could we see Darcy up forward a bit more and Meek thrown into the ruck, potentially impacting his scoring? 
Yeah, don't know, to be honest. I think it's unlikely. I think Lloyd Meeks a backup. Simon asks, Keeper League, pick one. Surely you take the franchise. Who's the franchise? Jason Horn franchise. <laughs> yes. Yes. You've done that all yes, pre-season. Jesus correct. Christ, you can't be playing dumb now. Yeah, sorry, mate. Unless that's for Simon. No, it's a good pick. Keeper League, pick one. Yep, the franchise. Uh, closely followed by Nick Davis, and I'm going Nick Davis. Jesus, what a and Nick Nick Davis. <laughs> come back from the dead, Nick Davis. My Dad, God, you know what? You know why I thought of Nick Davis? You were eating KFC. I love talking about. No, no, I love talking about days that can get hurt. Oh, that's perfect. Absolutely. Yeah. Also, you're a Swans fan. People don't know that. Do you know who's a Swans fan? Randomly enough, Who? Twinkles. Twinkles! I don't know how it's come oh, up, bless man. Twinkles. Don't know how. She's a Swans uh, fan. She just loves the state, eh? It could be. It could be. It's the 80s vibe. Yeah. <laughs> Kappa. Cuzzy <laughs> uh, asks, <laughs> Jack Steele or Tom Mitchell, who gets drafted first? Uh, uh, look, if I had the selection, it would be Tom Mitchell. Me too. Ancient Dreamtime. Dream Team suggests which rucks might get forward status added during 2022. Oh, added. Uh, Rowan Marshall, potential, might be of the list I've got in front well, of me. If, oh, Scott Lysette, might be, yeah, might I was, be. I was going to say you might suggest Lysette because of um, what you'd And maybe Goldie. Jeez, that'd be an extra. Well, it depends how much they share. Yeah. Uh, and Pack and Send asks, breakout rucks, who to tier with Will, Will Brody? Ooh. What? How many rounds after the franchise and Dacos do you start looking at other ro- rookies in a deep 12-team keeper? 150-odd kept. 50 kept. Um, Draper would well, be the breakout ruck, surely. Yeah, absolutely. He's he's number one on that mantle. Um, yeah, how many rounds? Um, mate, you don't stop when you're talking the guns. So Finn Callahan. Um, Josh Ward, uh, Greg Clark, they talked about before. Um, uh, Bazo, I think I mentioned. So there's quite a few. You just want to keep um, selecting them. Um, get to know the draftees well. Uh, keep an eye on how the preseason goes. Um, and just pick a couple so you can hold on to them and and uh, basically ensure that you're still getting some quality. Um, with a keeper league over a dynasty, you always want to have that. It's the eye on who the future keepers are. Um, so you want to make sure you just keep on uh, holding a few. So getting three or four from that squad size should be right that are future stars for you. You're banking them now for future the rest of them, you go with solid players that are going to help you try and win a premiership that year. Yeah, absolutely. There's nothing wrong with winning now, Stato. Oh, exactly right. Uh, breakout, also, TDK probably come under the breakout ruck category. Yes. Um, but it's probably hard to see. I, I mean, I guess Hawthorne pick your flavour. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then, yeah, Will Brody. It's his year, right? It's his year. Yep. Absolutely. Anyway, Sato, Christmas coming up. What's your uh, Christmas flavour for Christmas movies? Um, not really. Not really. Don't know that no. one. Who stars in it? 
Jeremy really. Uh, uh, I, I won't go and watch a Christmas movie because it's Christmas. Yeah, um, remember, I don't have kids, but I've seen plenty of movies that got some sort of Christmas theme that I've enjoyed. Die Hard, for example. You, you seem more like a um, what the Griswolds Christmas. No, no, no. not a Griswolds fan. No, no, not really. All right, it's a bit too slappy, a bit too stick for me. Jesus. All right. Well, there you go, listeners. On that downer note. Um, <laughs> We'll see you for Defender Rankings, where we will absolutely rank Dan Houston in the top 10 as people rank yep, definitely. Jack Bowes with that more midfield time. We haven't Ooh, seen that yes. situation before. 